This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, November 4th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. E-Verify may be an intrusion of the federal government into deciding who can work for whom in the United States, but it's only the latest one. That from Alex Narasta, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Well, we've seen in Arizona since 2008, every employer has to use E-Verify for every employee that they hire. And what we've seen is somewhere between only about 50 and 60 percent on average each year of hires are actually run through the system. So the result you've seen is a lot of employers just ignore it and hire a large proportion of their employees in the black market. So what are are the penalties for not using the system if it's uh, required in Arizona? So there aren't uh, penalties on the books for ignoring it by itself, but what it does, by using E-Verify, you get sort of a safe harbor provision so that if you hired an illegal immigrant in the state, you don't necessarily lose all of your business licenses. But if you do hire knowingly or intentionally uh, an illegal immigrant on the second occasion, you essentially lose all your business licenses and they force you out of business. So the bar set for uh, you to lose your business licenses is knowing that this person was not authorized to work in the United States. Yeah, and then hiring them on top of that. So it's quite an extreme punishment. And it's not surprising that it's not that enforced because the punishment is so high. I mean, Voltaire tells a story uh, in uh, pre-revolutionary France where they passed a law saying anybody who stole like expensive towels from the rich would be put to death. And as a result of that, um, the amount of criminality, associated, you know, the number of towels stolen actually increased because nobody thought it was just to execute somebody for stealing towels. So you got less enforcement and less reporting. Okay, but uh, E-Verify, of course, is not the only way that we track who is authorized to work in the United States. Yeah, we have an I-9 system that's been in place um, since 1986. Uh, You and I, everybody who gets a job fills out an I-9 form. They show some ID to an employer, through their employer, and they keep that on file to show that they at least checked to make sure that that person was authorized to work in the United States. Interestingly, prior to 1986, it was not illegal for an employer to hire an illegal immigrant. Uh, they could hire anybody they wanted. There was no law against it. Uh, but since then, we've seen an increase in employment-related identity theft because now there's a benefit to stealing somebody's ID, which means that you can work lawfully. We've seen increased employment um based identity theft since then. And what's interesting is after this law went into effect in Arizona in 2008, you saw uh, some unauthorized immigrants flee Arizona and go to neighboring states where you saw increases in ID theft as a result of that. You also saw people in Arizona to a greater degree stealing IDs to try to get around that provision. Okay. So what is your solution to the problem of uh, identity theft associated with workers? Well, ideally, we would like to uh, increase lawful immigration to the point where for the vast majority of these people, there's no incentive for them to steal a, somebody else's ID because they have one issued to them. Uh, if that is not possible, we'd like to remove the I-9 requirement and at least go back to what it was prior to that so that you don't have to show ID to decrease the incentive uh, to steal somebody else's. And uh you know, as the ultimate sort of best possible policy alternative, we'd like to get rid of uh, the Social Security card to begin with uh, at, the, at, the, at the beginning. So those are sort of my, um, in no particular order, the policies that we could follow. Now, is there any reason to have, it seems 
legitimate to the extent that you accept the idea that of federal taxation, that uh, there be some sort of track of people who've been hired and who are working in order to know whether or not they owe taxes? Uh, there is um, uh, something like that. But as long as if you remove the requirement to um, that you have to check somebody's ID and that they have to have a particular type of ID to legally work, then the person would still pay taxes because they'd be legally hired. Now, we wouldn't necessarily know the ID identification of that person paying taxes, but you would still have that money going to the Treasury. Oh, because it would be a matter of payroll. Yes, it'd be a matter of payroll um, because the only... F- the only reason why the I-9 was put in place was to try to force unlawful workers out of the market. So if we get rid of that, well, then all the formerly unlawful workers are now lawful workers, and they don't have to work in the black market anymore. They don't have to steal people's IDs. They don't have to be hired off the books. All of a sudden, the employers can take the tax deduction. The employees can work legally. And the incentives, I think, will produce a system whereby there's less black market activity. In debates uh, uh, over immigration reform that are likely to pick up uh, this month and uh, beyond, how likely is employment verification uh, going to – how much is that going to play in? Ted Cruz, somebody who is strongly identified with the Tea Party for all his uh, distaste for government regulation, really likes E-Verify. I think it's assumed that E-Verify or something similar to it is going to be a part of any large-scale immigration reform that's done in the United States. A lot of people have accepted the narrative that the reason why we have unlawful immigration is because we haven't enforced our laws well enough and E-Verify is seen as another tool to enforce those laws. That's sort of the narrative that has been accepted, especially by some people on the uh, right wing of politics, uh, Ted Cruz. So uh, being the best example, I mean, uh, if this was a program used to better collect federal taxes or register firearms or to make sure that Americans are legally buying property, I'm sure he would be against it. But because it has to do with punishing employers who could potentially employ unlawful immigrants and punishing immigrants themselves, uh, that seems to be the justification for it. So it's a real blind spot. And a lot of people who support E-Verify, this sort of national ID and the, the hand of big government, you can't think of much more that's too you know, impactful as the government involved with verifying who it is you can and cannot hire in this intimate way. Alex Narasta is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work on immigration at our website, cato.org.